Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. If you are new around here, I wanna just take a second to welcome you. I am so glad you found our little corner of the internet. This is by far my favorite place ever to hang out and really just share my heart with you and help you move forward in your business, whether or not we ever have a conversation. So truly, truly from the bottom of my heart, I'm so glad you stumbled upon this podcast, and I hope you stick around. And if you are a regular listener, I want to just take a minute to invite you to leave a review. If you have not done that before, it means the world to me, like I always tell you, but also it helps more women discover this podcast, and it's a really great way to just say thank you for all the heart and soul that I pour into this podcast for free. I love it. I'm not going to stop anytime soon, but I'm all about both giving and receiving. So that is my ask for the day. So in today's podcast episode, I am going to talk to you about a really powerful concept that we briefly touched on in the last episode. So if you have not listened to the last episode with Yinka Ewala, definitely go check that out. Um, And in that conversation, she mentioned this really powerful concept, which is confirmation bias, and how it relates to just being in this cycle in your business where you're undercharging, you are attracting clients who can't afford you, they have a lot of objections, maybe they're um, just, you know, you've found yourself in a place where you feel resentful because you're doing a lot of work, but not feeling like you are giving and receiving, right? I just talked about that. Um, And it's so important to have a good balance of that in your business. So stick around because we're going to dive into some super practical, I'm all about practical, you guys, uh, super practical tips to help you get out of the cycle of undercharging, attracting clients who feel really needy, or again, like you're feeling some resentment in your business. And I'm all about being transparent. You guys know that. This is something that I struggled with for many, many years in my business was undercharging and really valuing what I do. And so again, this is not going to be fluff. This is going to be really practical action steps. So get your notebook ready to take some notes. Welcome to Wildly Aligned Marketing. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Blenkush. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and very quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you own your voice and consistently find and attract the right clients online so you can grow a wildly successful business doing what you love. All right, friend, grab your coffee and notebook and let's dive into today's episode. Okay, so like I was saying, I really was stuck in a cycle of undercharging, undervaluing what I did in my business for years and years and years and stuck in this place of um, not being able to get out of the cycle, right? And this concept of confirmation bias, I'm going to read you the definition that I got from Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, And then just show you how powerful it is when you apply it to your business and your sales. Um, 
and I think it's going to blow your mind. So let's kind of dive into that and unpack this. So confirmation bias, what is this? Uh, according to Wikipedia, confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs or values. Okay, so what does this mean for the growth of your business when you're in that place of feeling like you can't sign clients or signing clients is really hard or you have to be the cheapest coach, the cheapest service provider to sign clients, right? Whatever it is, there's a lot of nuances and ways that it can show up. Um, but the the reason why this is so powerful and how this shows up is you know, when you are stuck in that loop of not valuing what you do, you are charging low rates because you feel like that's all you're worthy of receiving um, or that's all your expertise is worth, your time is worth, your energy is worth. Um, you attract clients who are in that place where they are um, not understanding the full value of what it is that you do. And it's like this rinse and repeat cycle. You know what I mean? And so I want to help you break out of that today. And we're going to look at some of the, the most powerful um, shifts that I've made personally in my journey. Again, thinking about like what have been those big game changers for me. And any time that there's been a really um, big shift in my confidence, in my beliefs, in the momentum in my business, I like to kind of reflect back and note what were those things? How can I break it down and make it super simple and um, tangible for you guys so that you can implement it and learn from my mistakes? <laughs> um, and so we are going to start with some belief, right? Some mindset stuff, because this is, you know, it starts with you. When you are in this place in your business where it feels like no one's going to pay you what you want to be making, right? Thinking about what the big goal is for your business, being fully booked out, um, making six figures, the elusive six figures, right? Or 5K months or whatever it is. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with having those tangible income goals that we shoot for, right? But there's a gap. There's a gap between where you're at right now and where you want to be. And it's about identifying any funky thoughts or feelings or beliefs, right? Because it really, really does start with you, right? Like attracting the high vibe soulmate clients, whatever you want to call them, the dreamy clients um, that are really empowered and action takers and um, they just light you up. Like the kind of women that maybe you're almost slightly intimidated by those type of clients, but you really want to work with them, right? Step one, or step zero, actually, I'm going to call this step zero, is the belief. Like, it starts with you. And so I want you to just take a couple seconds um, to identify, like, where is that belief gap for you? And think about, is there anything in particular that comes up? And write that down. All right. You should have written it down. Please do it if you haven't. <laughs> so again, step zero, starting from the ground up, it starts with you. Like you have to have that belief and identify if there's anything funky going on so that you can move forward. So step number one, thinking about getting out of this cycle is getting some clarity. Okay, so the things that I want you to get clear on right now is 
who do you really want to be working with and what do you really want to be charging? Again, when you're in this place of feeling some resentment in your business and really having, like, you know there's that gap of this is where I want to be in my business, but I'm not there. And so really it is, like, I think that's the primary thing um, thinking about when I've been in the space in my business is the resentment that kind of starts to build. And that is a big red flag saying like, hey, something is off here because what you're charging is not a match with what you are giving to people. And this needs to be an even give and take. And so when I say I want you to look at your ideal client, I want you to think about even just take inventory of like the clients that you've worked with so far, or if you haven't worked with any paying clients up until this point, think about the conversations that you have been having with people, right? So if it's been sales calls or just doing market research, if you've been running into anything in particular that you're like frustrated about, take note of that. So this could be anything like saying, hey, I feel like I'm having to convince people why they need my services or I feel like they're just not motivated, like they lack that um, self-starter initiative, right? Like I feel like I have to kind of push them through or um, it just doesn't seem like a priority for them. They're making a lot of excuses, whatever it is, right? I want you to identify what those things are that, you know, every person is a wonderful human being. There's nothing wrong with that person. But if you have identified anything that is causing some resentment, I want you to take note of that because then what you're going to do is flip that and say, okay, the women that I really want to be working with or the clients that I really want to be serving are empowered, self-starters, action takers. They don't stay stuck in excuses, right? Um, They are XYZ, whatever it is. So you're going to flip it to a positive, right? So that's just going to help you take inventory. Again, looking at any specific instances that you've encountered so far that you feel like are causing some of this resentment. And then I want you to look at what do you want to be charging, okay? What your price point is right now, I'm not going to tell you what it should be because it really depends on, you know, the level of support that you're providing, your confidence, your stage of business. And the goal is to find a sweet spot where you feel like energetically, I know that sounds really like frou-frou, but just like, you know, when you close your eyes and you think about it, does this feel good? Like, do you feel kind of the sinking feeling of like, oh, I guess, I guess I could work with someone for this price. Like it'd be an easy yes. Or is it scary? Or, you know, do you feel excited when you think about this price point? Whatever it is. And so the goal is to find the sweet spot of, you know, you feel confident in this price right now where you're at okay I'm not talking about what you eventually want to be charging but right now this feels like a good price point and also energetically it feels like a match because I I feel good about receiving this and I feel good about selling it at this price I can confidently say this is an amazing deal and also this feels like I'm supported in this offer for the time that I'm putting in, for the expertise that I have, that I've invested, you know, hours and time and heart and soul again into developing my area of expertise, like this feels good to receive this as well. 
So thinking about it from both sides. So that's step number one is getting clarity on those two pieces, who you really want to be working with and what you really want to be charging. Alrighty, so step number two is now that you have done that work of getting the clarity, I want you real quick, we're not getting deep into this right now, but I want you real quick to just take a look at your marketing, okay? I want you to kind of take a step back and objectively look at your marketing, your offers, your price point, your Instagram, your online presence, like whatever it is, and just take note, be an observer, okay? Think about your marketing, like observing what you're doing from the perspective of this higher level person who, um, you know, they, they have the traits of the kind of person that you want to be working with. And just see if you notice anything, okay? The type of content that you're putting out, the way that you are explaining what you do and your services, um, your energy levels, your confidence, like how it's coming off. I want you to just think about that and say, like, would that person be drawn to what I'm putting out there? My freebie, you know, there's so much, right? Um, and it depends on what you have out there. But I want you to, again, just think about looking at it with fresh eyes. And you might not even have to look at stuff on your screen. You might be able to just like real quick identify, well, shoot, like if I'm speaking to this person, my program is not, you know, is like way too beginner for them or the content that I'm putting out is not going to speak to them at all. So no wonder that I haven't been um, attracting these higher level clients or whatever it is. Okay. So again, this is my goal here is not to get you stuck in the weeds of creating some big overwhelming long to-do list and being like, oh my gosh, I need, a, I need to tweak everything or now I have all these things to do. That's not at all my goal here. I want you to just be an observer and notice, right? Because if you do truly feel like you're making a big pivot and a lot of things need to shift, well, all you're going to do is start breaking it down into like, okay, these projects, these things that I need to do, what takes priority and go from there, right? Um, but that's what I want you to do in step two is just be an observer of your marketing. Take a step back, look at everything with fresh eyes and be honest with yourself and say like, hey, if I was this higher level client, would I hire me? Would I feel confident in me the way that I'm presenting myself? You know what I mean? And I, I don't say that lightly because I look back at you know, my earlier years in business, and I think about conversations, I think about just different instances. And, you know, I look at myself with grace, but it's like, man, I really truly wasn't ready. Like there was a lot of things that I still needed to do to prepare. And that's not to say that you have to be perfect, that you have to, you know, wait years, <laughs> um, or anything like that. But it's just, again, being honest with yourself, becoming self-aware, and looking at your marketing with fresh eyes. So that's step number two. Step number three is your environment. So again, you're in this place in your business where you're kind of feeling resentful and knowing that you're working really hard, but you're not getting paid for, you know, like equal to all that you're pouring into your business. And that's where the resentment comes in. It is so so, so important when you're in this place 
to surround yourself with people that are going to pull you up, okay? This is not some pitch about like joining a mastermind or going and like hiring someone, right? Sometimes it is that, but honestly, sometimes it's just looking at like, do you need to make new business connections? Do you need to stop hanging out in certain Facebook groups or on a certain platform because you um, don't like the connections over there or whatever it is, right? Um, it's, this is, I, I would say this is a really key piece to giving your brain the evidence that it's looking for, right? Because again, thinking about like my own personal experience when I had a lot of fear around raising my prices, you know, there was, there was so many different like nuanced um, mindset blocks that I experienced, but I feel like a common denominator between all those things and all those times where I felt stuck, like I want to raise my prices, but I can't, you know, I can't, like, will anyone really hire me if I raise my prices? Yada, yada, right? Like, I, I was looking for evidence, right? My brain was like, well, (laughs) we don't see that's true. So uh, if you raise your prices, you're screwed. And so I would panic and I would discount my prices or you know what I mean? Like, I just I stayed stuck in that. And part of it was like, looking at the shifts was getting around people or following people on social media, who had the level of success that I really wanted to get to, right? So like looking at, um, you know, this could be, and I, I, I say this with a grain of salt, looking at competitors, quote unquote competitors. So seeing, um, you know, if you are, I'm a marketing coach, right? <laughs> so I could look for other women and I do have a couple women that immediately come to mind that I greatly look up to that are beautiful examples for me of what like the type of success that I want to have, but also the prices that I'm continually working towards, um, having that sustainable year after year after year success in their business. And that's really important because my brain has the evidence, right? Like if someone were to challenge me or make a comment about like, oh, that's not possible, I can easily brush it off because I'm like, well, but I know it's possible because they're doing it. And again, I'm, I'm trying to give you the most practical tips I can to um, put this into action so that you don't feel like you're just doing a bunch of mindset work, but then not um, applying it. And so that's where um, a lot of these like big shifts can happen is when you start surrounding yourself with new people. And so that would be my encouragement for you is if you don't feel like you have anyone that you look up to who is successfully doing what you want to be doing at the level, at the scope, um, I want to challenge you to find a couple people. And this does not mean let your social media feeds be flooded by their stuff um, because boundaries. (laughs) Like we need to not set ourselves up to get stuck into um, or get stuck in comparison. And I don't want you to do that. But you can follow them on social media and then mute them so that you don't see their stuff or whatever you need that to look like. This could be getting in a mastermind or working with someone, right? Like absolutely. Um, but that's a really great place to start. Another thing I will say is just have more conversations, period. Like have coffee chats with people 
um, offer free mini coaching sessions or audits or, you know, anything like that. Um, just strike up more conversations in the DMs with people. Like, widen your circle. Because again, if you feel like if there's a legitimate um, issue where everyone that you're surrounded with right now is in a similar space of feeling resentment in their business, um, clients who, again, are maybe in the beginning stages of their journey, and so they're not in a place to invest what you want to be charging or what you are charging now. Um, They're not fully educated on the value, on the scope, on everything that goes into it, and so therefore they get sticker shock when they're like, I'm sorry, it costs how much? You know what I mean? So um, widen your circle. If that's what you need to do, absolutely have more conversations. Um, Again, like this is a really, really huge piece. And you've probably heard the saying of like your, your closest friends, right? The people that are closest to you, that immediate circle that says a lot about you. Um, and it heavily influences you, right? So if you need to get some people in your circle who do uplift you, who pull you up to that next level, like find a biz bestie, start doing coffee chats and connect with someone that you guys can meet regularly and cheer each other on. And you're both, you know, in that place where you're growing and you're, you're done settling for this place that you've been at and you're ready for change, right? Like, It's just, it's going to make a world of difference. So there are a lot of ways to do this when you are in a place where you're not able to invest, right? So I'm just trying to think about like some of the creative options that I've done. And for a while, me and two of my biz besties um, met regularly, right? Like we made our own mastermind and we met and it was so helpful and we cheered each other on and we were accountable and we coached each other. So again, there's a lot of ways to get creative, um, but I can't stress this enough. Get new people in your corner, like have people surrounding you that uplift you and encourage you um, to grow instead of feeling bogged down by the people that you're surrounded with. Okie dokie. So that was step Number three, environment. Step number four, and my final tip for you is metrics. So this might sound overwhelming, but I promise you it's not. (laughs) If you are not tracking what you're doing in your marketing right now on a very basic level, start doing that. Like that's going to be very eye-opening to help you see why you're feeling resentful, right? Like how to get out of this cycle because you're going to be able to identify the reason why you're not making the kind of money that you want to or signing the number of clients that you want to in your business, okay? So if you're going to track anything, start tracking calls, okay? (laughs) Super, super simple. You can get more nerdy about it um, and look up, like if you want to do some go to Google University and do some research, just start learning about KPIs, right? Key, I can't talk, key performance indicators um, and start looking at what that could look like, right? The things that I track, I will actually pull my KPI um, tracker up here real quick so I can show you what I have in here. But again, I want you to just start with the basic. If you're not tracking anything, start tracking like how many conversations that you're having. So this could be 
like how many people you've DM'd, it could be how many people you've hopped on the phone with, um, and then of those like phone calls that you've had, how many converted, right? Like how many of those turned into paying clients and that's gonna help you get some statistics and see and rather than taking it personally and feeling resentful, like gosh, I'm pouring hours and all this time into my business, you're gonna be able to objectively look at it because numbers don't lie and you're gonna be able to see, oh, I got on zero calls last month or I got on two calls last month and I didn't sign any clients. Well, yeah, like there we go. There's there's your, um, you know, your problem solving mode can kick in and you can say, cool, well, I just need to get on more phone calls than I need to have more conversations with people. So um, the things that I have on my KPI spreadsheet, I have it open in front of me. I track podcast stuff, right? This is my core content. It's the main type of value that I give online. And so I track just overall downloads and then estimated audience. Not because I really care tons, but it's just, again, like seeing the steady growth, noticing patterns, um, and I like to track it. So I like to nerd out about this stuff. Community. So any sort of like social media platforms that you show up on, again, does this necessarily relate to income in your business? No, but it's good to see patterns. So um, I've got the social media platforms that I'm on and how many, like, if you have a Facebook group, it would be how many members do you have? If it is Instagram, how many followers do you have? LinkedIn, how many connections do you have over there? So you can just start, again, tracking basic, like noticing patterns. Um, and then if you have any sort of like freebie, if you use email marketing, you can track subscribers, landing page conversion rates, open rates, all that stuff, right? Um, you can get pretty nitty gritty with this. Um, and then sales calls. So if you do like free mini sessions or um, clarity calls, discovery calls, anything like that, you definitely want to start tracking that. And again, that's where I would encourage you to start is at a minimum track that because the conversations, not the passive stuff, right? Not the followers, not the podcast downloads, but the direct bold actions like having conversations, again, whether it be in the DMs or whether it be on a, you know, on a Zoom call, these are the things that you're going to start seeing a direct correlation between how many of these conversations you're having and how many clients you're signing. And I want you to feel empowered to, again, not feel resentful and questioning, like, why am I pouring so much into my business and not receiving, you're going to be able to say, you know, with confidence, okay, here's what my conversion rate is based off of how many conversations I'm having. So therefore, <laughs> if I want to sign more clients, I need to have more conversations. You're going to have a percentage to go off of, right? Um, and it's just going to be really empowering. And then the last thing that I have in my um, KPI spreadsheet is just revenue. So I have the different revenue sources, like specific um, coaching packages or anything like that that you do. Um, if you have a course or, you know, if there's anything else like that and how much you made from each of those different sources. Again, so helpful to look just objectively at the numbers so that you're not taking your business personally. So 
that is everything I wanted to share with you today. Um, again, just to recap real quick, step number one is getting clarity on who do you really want to work with? What do you want to be charging, right? Finding that sweet spot, identifying any client red flags so that you can um, shift to focusing on people who have those traits of you know, a client that feels like a better match for you. Step number two, looking at your marketing with fresh eyes, not getting bogged down, not overwhelming yourself with all these things that you need to do. I believe in simplicity so much. That is my motto. That is my reminder to myself every single day. But just being an observer, noticing, is there anything that stands out to me? What do I notice uh, needs to shift, needs to tweak here, uh, needs to be tweaked so that I can start attracting the type of clients that I want to be working with. Step number three, environment. So surrounding yourself with people who pull you up, who uplift you, um, who challenge you to grow, who are successfully doing what you want to be doing at the level that you want to be doing it, right? Giving your brain that evidence of, I know it's possible because this person's doing it and they're not special. I can do it too, right? And step number four is tracking. So starting to at a bare minimum, track the conversations that you're having so that you can see the direct correlation and you don't feel like you're fumbling through your business wondering, you know, how did I get this client? It felt like a fluke. Like, I don't know how to repeat that. Um, it is repeatable, right? But you just have to start noticing and tracking what you're doing. So those are my tips for you today. As you listen to all of those things, you know, my final encouragement for you would be to just pick one. Um, if you do all four of these things, great, good on you, that's even better. However, when you listen to the clarity, looking at your marketing with fresh eyes, the environment and metrics, I want you to think about like what stands out to you. Is, is there one in particular that jumps out that you're like that? I really need to do that one. Then do that thing. Put it on your calendar. Do it this week. Um, send me a DM once you've done it over on Instagram, natalie.blendkush, and um, I'll be here cheering you on. So that is what I want to share with you guys today, okay? As always, if you need personalized support, if you are feeling really challenged with this area in your business right now, I would love to have a conversation with you so you can book a clarity call in the show description, and we'll jump on a, a call together. And we will identify where you're at in your business. I'll listen to you talk about um, what you're passionate about and your goals and just where you're at and guide you in the right direction. If that's working together, phenomenal. If not, you'll know exactly where to focus. So definitely reach out, um, book a call if you're at all interested. And I would love to have that conversation with you. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening today. If you love this podcast episode, there's two things I want to invite you to do right now. Number one, head on over to Instagram and send me a DM at natalie.blankush. I would love to hear any questions that came up and takeaways that you had from this episode. And number two, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. It means the world to me because I love hearing what you're learning and how the show has impacted you, but it also creates an even bigger ripple effect by helping other women to cover this podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you on the next episode.